Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Yes, that's right. It is only Tuesday. Only Tuesday. Thank God the Morning Toast is here to brighten up your Tuesday morning and deliver the past five and talk about everything fabulous. And THO is here to make that brightness even brighter. Even brighter. If you thought we couldn't get any brighter, then Theo walked up and was like, what's up, bitches? like, bam. We'd have a funny story to tell you. Um, Is it about Theo? Kind of. Okay. So I told you I saw my friends literally for the first time since quarantine was over um, and we went to dinner last night and we just had like so much catch up. You go up. anywhere good? Um, actually, I went to a fabulous kosher restaurant because you know they say between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur you should eat kosher as much as possible. Okay. And it's 18 on 81st between 2nd and 3rd. Fabulous, fabulous food. And we were just like, there was so much to catch up on. Like, And someone, you know, very graciously asked how Theo was. And I guess I just didn't realize like, we talk about him like he's human and it's so normal. And I've really not seen anyone except for you like, since quarantine started and I was talking about you know all these new energies with Michaela and Margot's new puppy Magnolia and how it's we thought it might affect his spirit but it turns out he's just like such a star and I was just really really like leaning into talking him about him like he was a full-blown human right and I guess like my friends just like weren't used to it and they like literally looked at me like I had eight heads they're like what are you talking about and and they were like oh it's like funny I'm like no I'm being dead serious like Theo was doing better than ever and like his mental health is in check and like they like thought I was joking and like they just did not get like at all like the vibe that Theo is a human you know yeah well you know what I'll say to that I feel like when you see your friends like you're always going to fancy restaurants or doing this or that and they don't actually spend quality time with Theo that's true so they don't know like the level of emotional intelligence that he's capable of they haven't seen his highs they haven't seen his lows they haven't seen him in the mountain air just like with a spring in his step right and then they haven't seen him back in the city with the mountain blues yeah we actually we can't fault them or blame them because it's just not their fault they haven't been privy to firsthand to the wondrous experience that is Theo it's so true so it's not their fault and I think I just underscores that they need to spend more time with Theo and I think everybody needs to spend more time with Theo yeah and then also right before I went to dinner just piggybacking off of our Zara chat yesterday I already told you this but I think the podcasters will enjoy this really awkward experience I had at Zara (laughs) um so like we said yesterday you could return Zara to any store which is like the best store policy so I went right before dinner just to return some of the items that we bought um and there was actually this jacket that I had I'm so proud of you for returning so like if if I don't return within the first 24 hours of knowing that it's not gonna work bag in the corner for five years and one day I will wear it just to make it worth the never returning yeah so um I went to the Zara and there was actually this jacket that I really liked but just didn't fit me it was like meant to be cropped and that just doesn't work for me so I thought maybe if I sized up it would like fit normally so I went searching around the store to look for an XL on the jacket and they did not have it so whatever I was like giving up 
went to the register, returned all the items. And the guy was like, did you want any of these in another size? Like I could order it and ship it to your house. I'm like, oh my God, fabulous. I'm like, yes, I need that pink jacket and in an XL. And then it was like kind of quiet. And you know, when I say XL, I'm like XL. Like I'm not screaming it. I'm not like, a, if I was a small, I would be like, I'll have a small. But no, I'm like, I'll have an XL. And so a few seconds go by. He's like doing a little dilly dally on his phone. He was like, and he said it so loud, by the way. He's like, you wanted a double XL, right? And I'm like, no, could you quiet down, please? Um, I wanted an XL. And then it was just like really awkward because it was just like, I don't know if it would have been awkward if it was like, did you want a double XL? extra small but it was just weird and then he made it even weirder by like acknowledging it he was like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to like assume your size and I'm like oh no it's like it's totally fine and I literally never wanted to die more and there were like so many people in line I was just like I know they're all overhearing this incredibly painful painful uh social interaction and that's my story and that's why I just shop online yeah, that's really rough. Um, it's, like, nice that he apologized. But also, I think him acknowledging it and apologizing, like, it wasn't, he didn't do anything wrong. I like, know, but, you know, like, he's going home, like, telling his friends. He has and, a pit. And going on his podcast saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassing. Like, I slipped up, and it's just pit-inducing all around. You know, it was really, like, really one of the most awkward interactions of my life. <laughs> and I'm, like, not awkward. Like, Yeah, you're not. I, I'm like a beast. Like, I can make a situation funny. Like, I, there was just no salvaging this interaction. It was really painful. Did you get the jacket, though? Yes, it's being shipped to my house. Very exciting. That is very exciting. Was it that pink one that I pulled the up for you? The tracksuit. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the pants? The pants fit fine. Oh, you got them. But oh, But the cool. jacket is, like, cropped with, like, an electric, not electric, elastic waistband that, like, hugs your belly. You know what? I got a sweatshirt, a last-minute addition to my pile, and it has that elastic waistband that hugs your belly, and I do wish I sized up in it. I don't think I'm going to go take it back. I'll just wear it, and you guys will see one day. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, did you go and get that sweater with the pockets that you that you eyed on your way out? No. The store that I went to was, like, a much smaller version. We went to the one on 52nd and Madison uh, and 5th, and if you live in the city, it is, like, the best hour ever. I think it's considered, like, the New York flagship store it's so big it's like triple the size of every store in the city I think that's just Zara no 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 because there's also one on Lex that's super big not as big as fifth across from Bloomingdale's everyone knows like the 52nd and fifth one is the best one and the one I never heard oh so wait I went to the one across from Bloomingdale's because it was near my dinner and it was tiny in comparison it's Mm. still two floors but they didn't have half the inventory interesting New York Steens 52nd and fifth Zara is the best one head on over there I'm wearing Zara today my shirt this one's like has a little issue because the buttons like there's a Titties. gap in between the buttons, but we're all close here. You say Zara or Zara? Like this is like the I know. Yesterday you were saying it one way and I was saying it the other way. I can't it's like data or data. I don't know what I say until I say it. Yeah, and sometimes I say data and sometimes I say data. Yeah, it just depends on how I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm updated updated to iOS fourteen. That's like kind of been like the big change in my life this week. And honestly, I usually really, really do not like updating my phone, but I would say it's uh, a welcome change. It's just refreshing. It's very similar. Lots of new things. Pretty much everything's the same. Can't recommend enough. I need to get a Genius Bar appointment because my screen is still cracked from the day I filmed the Day in the Life vlog for Patreon. And oh, my God. I need a new screen. But, like, I've been having a hard time getting an appointment. So, like, that's my current cross to bear. Yeah. The Apple Store is just, like, not a place. That I want to be. And I want to invest in, you no, know. I don't no. want to invest my time and my energy but in I the have Store. To, but I have to go. At a certain yeah. point, you just have to go. Or I have to get a new phone. But I just got a new phone. So, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, speaking of Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash a morning toast if you're looking for more content from us. Um, we have three episodes up this month. You get five extra episodes a month. The episodes are either vlogs or podcasts. 
depends every month. Um, and you pay $7.99 for those five episodes. And then access to our exclusive members-only Facebook group, which is The Toast After Dark, which is a safe place on the internet, which is very rare these days. Very, very rare, very special, much like THEO, who's just like nuzzling in my lap. Like this is kind of the best iteration of THEO. I've been actually watching all of our episodes when I get home every day because... Oh, what do you think? Is it a good show? I feel like for a while I never watched our own show, but I think that in order to like always be better and yeah. more on top of your game... like You, you gotta re- watch your game tape. You gotta watch your game tape, even though it's my least favorite thing. Hmm. Um, and I'm Sometimes always, it's so funny. And I'm always like looking at myself on the camera like, Claudia, fix your hair. So like maybe that's what I... Let me fix my hair like just in case future me is wanting me to fix my hair. Okay. Um, You've been watching the show. And I realized like Theo pretty much exclusively sits on your lap, even though he's my dog. And I like lug him here every day just for you to reap the benefits. And I just think changes need to be made. We're going to have to have a meeting after this with me, you and Theo. I understand. I think what he's trying to say though, is like he knows that he spends 23 hours of the day with you and like, and he loves him and misses him so much. And he's just throwing me a freaking bone here. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what? Theo really loves you so much. It's really, it warms my heart that like, he doesn't just like love his parents. Like he loves, he, he loves. He has so much love in his heart. He loves his grandma, Ben's mom. He adores, like literally you have to pry him away from her house. I think it's because she gives him extra treats, but whatever. I don't, um, I don't do like cheap toys like that. No, but she, a Theo, he loves you so much. And so you know what? I have no choice but to accept it. Oh my God. And I love, and you know, I love him so much. I know, I know. And it's like, like such, I would how can I get in the way of that? I would literally throw myself in front of a bus. 100%. Him. I would run into traffic if it meant to like save his life and end I, mine. I would take a bullet for him. 100%. A 1000%. 1000%. Love you, TH. Love him so much. Um, last night I finished the book for the Redheads, mm-hmm. The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. It was so good. It's like so pop culture centric. It was kind of like dark and depressing, but the imagery that's like the scene the picture that's painted it's like so early 2000s like girl band oh cute you know, vmas music videos etc and it was a really good book so i'm really excited to talk about it with the redheads and you know it's never too late to become a redhead ever new episode drops next thursday that is so much time for you to read a good book um so check it out and then check out all of our other tnn shows lauren elizabeth has constantly dropping new episodes margaret joseph's raven gates and alexis and the snatcher comes back in october Wow, I'm excited for the Snatchler to re-snatch. Yeah, re-snatch your hearts. She's snatching hearts all over the nation. That also means that The Bachelor comes back, which I'm also excited for because as I've been watching Love Island and they've really created like a bubble there where I'm watching it and it no longer, they're filming it like yesterday, but it doesn't feel like it's in a pandemic and it's really nice to watch. It's making me excited for The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Because they're in a bubble. Yeah, and because it's like real shows getting back to what they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm like really not looking forward to the Claire part of the season, but very much looking forward to the Tasha part of the season. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. So, and it'll be something to talk about that's not Housewives. Yes, we're going to ease up on the Housewives talk as promised. Um, and deliver the Fast Five, do you say it's time to dive right in? I think it's time to get right into the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> and Jackie... I know that you have this platform and you have your job to do, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get emotional, but um, I have something to say. And if, please, I, if I may just please, grab use, the floor really quick. Use your voice. Today's episode is brought to you by New X. At New X, our mission is to provide our customers with the highest quality products at a reasonable price. With years of experience in sourcing, manufacturing, and development, their goal is to make CBD accessible to the masses. We never sacrifice quality, and all of their products are natural, pure, and tested. So I've actually been in the CBD game for like two years, and I've been taking the New X gummies like 
don't know, maybe two months. And I feel as though they're my favorite product so far. They're very effective. I take CBD um, a few hours before bed. I find that like my anxiety is at an all time high before bed because you're yes. just like left with your thoughts like laying around. So I take it a few hours before bed and I feel like I'm so calm before bed. I like watch my shows so peacefully and then having trouble falling asleep is like one of the worst things ever so the cbd gummies really just like check all the boxes for me mm -hmm. um they taste really really good um they have 15 milligrams of broad spectrum cbd per gummy they're vegan and they're made with all natural ingredients they have no artificial colors flavors or sweeteners they are thc free they're grown in the usa uh with usa grown hemp they are lab tested and they're under ten dollars so it's really fabulous for anyone who's looking for a fun and unique way to take cbd um they're really sweet and actually very very delicious very they're, tasty they're $9.99 um, for the pack of gummies and they're a consistent dose every time so like when I've been on my CBD journey it's like some of the products like are just not very well made and it's like there's a whole can of gummies and like they all have different doses oh. so you don't know like what you're taking which is really really frustrating but new X each gummy is perfectly dosed the exact same amount which is I feel like really really important so you know what you're putting in your body agreed visit newx.com to go purchase some of their great products you can use the discount code toast for 20% off but just for a limited time the website is nu-x.com and the promo code is toast for 20 percent off for a limited time um it's a fabulous product fabulous brand can't recommend it enough i've been taking cbd for a while and these stand the test of time they really do they really do i was enjoying them last week like take one a few hours before bed read for me oh that's nice and it's just like that's how you find your inner peace in the city and that's how you wind down like yes you can't just like go from like a mile a minute bed computer everything tv and then just like expect to fall asleep like you really need to invest in winding down i think mm -hmm. it's like a huge wellness thing i'm just very into wellness now yeah you are you're really the, the um, face of wellness would you say you're the face of inner peace well that's true yeah Okay, first story is such exciting news. Vanderpump Rules stars Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright are expecting their first child. There's another Vanderpump Rules baby on the way. Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright are expecting their first child. The couple who wed in Kentucky in June 2019 announced the baby news on Monday on Instagram. Holding up several sonograms in the photos she shared on her social media, smiles while she and Jax hold her baby bump together. Quote, mom and dad, the love of our lives is coming soon, she captioned the post. She um, said to People Magazine, quote, we've been trying for around five months and we just can't wait to grow our family. I had the ovulation sticks and all the apps. We were ready to go, said the mom-to-be who was currently 11 weeks into her pregnancy. I woke up super early to go to the restroom and just had a feeling I should take a test and it was positive. I cried. I laughed. We were just so happy. Then I took three more tests and cried some more. By the way, I cannot believe how much has changed within the Vanderpump Rules universe, like in the last six months, like in quarantine, like couple people got fired three people are now pregnant it's just like a completely different show and like quarantine affected it so much you know it really I feel did. like most of these people got pregnant in quarantine yeah I'm so happy for Jackson Brittany like I feel like they've been talking about starting a family for a long time I think for a while people thought that Brittany was going to be the first mm -hmm. of the group to have kids because at one point it felt like they were just going to be kids forever right um so I'm really so happy for them yeah I actually texted Brittany and I was like Mazel Tov and she was like so happy she said she's like wanted to be a mom forever like more than she even ever wanted like to be married like she always wanted to be a mom and that's just like what yeah. else could you ask for I feel like we could feel that on the show yeah and you know Jax has had like a very tumultuous time with the you know passing 
passing of his dad. And I feel like this is one of those things that like really brings you full circle in grief. And I'm sure they'll do something to like name the baby after Jax's dad. And I don't know. I feel like this is just a great path for them to be on. Like they really are grown up. I know they're like 40, so it feels weird, but like they're like kids because they've been on the show for so long. It's hard to like break out of like the box that you became famous Mm -hmm. in, especially when you became famous for being like a wild, wild adult. You know, it's, it's hard to enter the next stage of your life, but I'm really happy that a lot of them are doing that and that they'll all be pregnant together and then have babies. And it's just a whole new generation. And I'm just, this, this news warms my heart. Yeah. And it's just, it's like ideal to be pregnant. Like when literally all your best friends are pregnant, like for the first time I get, I'm sure it makes it like much less intimidating and like scary. And it's just like a nice thing that like you and your best friends who have all grown up together, like now your kids will grow up together. It's so crazy. And they all live in like the same neighborhood, like it's, it's actually so crazy. Yeah. No, it's even though I don't know if all of them will stay in LA forever, but just it's crazy. I feel like if Vanderpump Rules like ever does come to an end, I feel like Jackson and Brittany will probably be the first ones to leave. Like, first of all, Brittany is just like so connected to Kentucky and like the South. And I feel like we've heard Jax complain about LA like a million times on the show and he's yeah. not from there. Yeah, but you never know. Like now that they're putting down roots and they have a house and they have friends and the friends are going to have kids, like plans change. Plans change. Really, really beautiful. Congratulations. And I don't know why, like, this story shocked me. Even though, like, they're married and, like, everyone's pretty much, like, been waiting for this. When I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. I was surprised. I was surprised, too, and I was really happy. I I know what you mean. It was kind of surprising, even though, like, it's the next logical step for them. It's just good, happy news. Yeah, I guess because there have been already two Vanderpump Rules pregnancy announcements. And if you would have asked me who it would have been, I would have said Jackson Brittany about both of them. Like, I really would have never suspected Stassi or Lala. Um... So now I guess it's just like I forgot, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's very exciting. It's happy news. Okay, next up, Emmy 2020 ratings. The awards viewership sink to an all-time low. That is the least shocking, shocking thing ever because after our discussion yesterday, I went on YouTube and watched like a bunch of people's acceptance speeches. And unfortunately, I was forced to watch like the little gimmicks they did on stage the with gimmicks. Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and there were a few things I did. Like, I think when Dan Levy won, um, they did, like, a UPS partnership, like, thanking essential workers. And they had, like, a real UPS driver give the, um, announce who won, which I thought was very, very sweet. But, like, with, like, this Jennifer Aniston and, like, Jason Sudeikis, like, garbage that they were putting, the skits they were putting on stage, like, with the fire extinguisher and the Lysol, like, it was so incredibly stupid, and I hope that they have bad ratings so they know to never fuck like do that again. Yeah, and I know that you had to get creative because of quarantine, and I respect that. But there are other award shows who were not nearly as shitty. I I completely agree. There's no excuse, none. An average audience of 5.1 million viewers watched the socially distanced ceremony. That's a lot. Down from last year's already record low of 6.9 million. It's a lot of people, but like these award shows are supposed to be like big football games or like you know. They're supposed to be like 10 million. They should yeah. be 20 million. Everyone watches these shows. The celebrities like think that everyone cares about them, mm-hmm. but not everyone's watching the, the I, award shows. I guess it just feels like a lot because my frame of reference for like ratings is Housewives. Um, and I follow like a bunch of Housewives accounts that like always are circulating the Housewives numbers. And for the most part, each franchise reaches about 2 million viewers every week. And that feels like a lot. Um, and then, so it's like, to me, everyone in the world watches Housewives. So it's like, if the Emmys got 5 million, wow, that's double, you know? Yeah. No, I don't think of it that way at all. Not everyone watches Housewives to me. And also, Housewives aren't on basic cable. That's true. So it's just, 
Yeah, I guess five million is really low. It but should like, be similar about, to like football. When you think about the amount of viewers who watch these top shows, like mm-hmm. when there was Game of Thrones on and like How many 18 was it? million. Wow. So if those people care about these actors, like wouldn't right. they tune in to see if their favorites won? Right, like these shows are nominated because they're so big and they have millions and millions of followers. So wouldn't that translate to the Emmys? That's a really good point. I guess yeah, it did Yeah, but that's it. how much people hate the Emmys. And, and we are those people. So yeah. I can understand. I mean, not only I feel uh, are the, you know, the integrity of the Emmys on the decline, but given the current, you know, situation and there wasn't really like a quote-unquote real award show, um, it, it was just less and less people who needed to watch it. By the way, what you said yesterday about um, how they must have known who was going to win if they brought the trophy to them. I guess like the hazmat suit people went to everyone's Mm. house and when they didn't win, they walked away with the trophy. So like everyone had a trophy waiting for them at that, at their house. Oh, that is so awkward. So like you literally put it in their, like you could almost get it in their orbit and then they didn't get it. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Like to me, the best part of award shows is truly the element of surprise, which is why like I find regular, not this year, but most like VMAs to be so wet because I feel like the artist knows and like it's so coordinated. It's like a PR thing. Um, I love like the legit awards because I love seeing celebrities kind of in that vulnerable position, like really wanting to win and like having to clap when they don't and then being genuinely surprised. That's like one of the best parts of award shows. Yeah. Um, Also, next story, very funny. Zendaya fans mistake the meaning of upset after historic Emmys 2020 win. Oh my God. Okay, so I followed this saga on Twitter because at first, New York Post or Page Six released an article. Yes, New York Post... Released an article, the tweet was, Biggest upset, Zendaya wins Emmys 2020 over Jennifer Aniston, Laura Linney. And then her fans, who didn't understand the meaning of upset in this um, context. context, were like, I wasn't upset. <laughs> Zendaya's, <laughs> Zendaya's performance in Euphoria was phenomenal. Oh my God. Okay, so I literally... And some, well, someone else wrote, no one's upset. Someone elsewhere hate to see a powerful woman winning an award she deserves I see oh my god literally so I was following the saga because the tweet was up and I follow page six and New York Post and there were so many replies and I'm like this is an insane number of replies for like a regular article and all these kid like stan accounts were freaking out like really trying to take down page six like thinking that they were coming for Zendaya and I was laughing so hard and then I love that page six like turned around and made it a story because it's so funny it's so so funny this is like where like stan twitter is like so toxic sometimes like this is where it's so funny because at the end of the day it's like just a bunch of kids no but also it's like we reported yesterday like Zendaya is the youngest person to win this award and like that's what you get when a young person wins this award for the first time their young fans don't understand the miscommunication the language like about them this is just like one of those internet things that I live for yeah it was a really funny story still really happy for Zendaya yeah fabulous fabulous but it wasn't upset like going against yeah some of the biggest names in the industry who have been acting for like a million years and who have been nominated multiple times and she won I think she took I didn't watch I didn't finish Euphoria but like that was a show that just like totally took over the conversation you know what I mean it was a cultural reset and a show like that deserves to win. Agreed. I feel that like that way about Shit's Creek too. Yes. You know, I don't think the morning show really did anything of the sort. No, when the morning show like first hit the scene, it was like such a big deal just because it was Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and like a dynamic duo on the same show. And I guess they like alluded to a lot of like real life things that had happened like within the Me Too movement. But I feel like the rise and fall of morning show was real fucking quick. Yeah. I, agree. I never even saw a lick of it, and I'm proud of that. I never finished the first season. 
It's okay. Okay, next story. Some exciting, interesting news, I thought. Mario Didiovic debuts cosmetics brand Makeup by Mario, and his first launch is all about eyes. So Makeup by Mario, Kim's makeup artist, is launching a cosmetics brand called Makeup by Mario in partnership with Sephora. Mm -hmm. And I just think this is so on point. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly shocked that it kind of took him so long to get his own makeup line because he's kind of been the the end-all be-all of, like, the makeup industry and just makeup, like, celebrity makeup artists. And, like, Kim and him, like, really created this, like, whole celebrity celebrity makeup artist, like, relationship. And people respect him so much. And he's done a bunch of collabs, and he did, like, a Sephora brush collab. But I'm just, like, surprised that it took until 2020 for him to have his own line because for the last, I would say, like, five years, he's been at the head of the makeup industry. Yeah, I think for a while he was consulting with Kim on KKW Beauty. And I think, like... He's been working really hard, and this is, like, just a really exciting the culmination. thing for him. The culmination of all of that. But I think he's, like, between his work, like, he started out working at Sephora. Mm-hmm. Then he's, like, the biggest celebrity makeup artist in the world. Then he's kind of consulting for a huge celebrity makeup brand. So, like, this is the next logical step, and I feel like he has all of the experience for this to be, like, huge. a major, major brand. And I love the name because it's so perfect. It's so perfect, and the packaging is so cute. It's, like, a black and white like monochromatic theme. Um, I will definitely be purchasing. I just, you'd love to see it. Like people who just work really hard and get successful, you know? Yeah, I I do really love to see it. And it'll be successful because like Kim is just like obviously going to support it because they both have done so much for each other. Mm -hmm. And you'd love to see like friends supporting friends. Yeah, you really do. I don't know. I just thought it was a really great story. I feel like everyone really comes out with a makeup brand these days. Some hit, some don't. But I just feel like this is one that's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mario's actually someone who I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a YouTube documentary on. I feel like he, like, leads a very busy life. Yeah, very busy. I don't understand how certain makeup artists, like, at the height of, you know, when we were doing things, Mm -hmm. like, how they have enough time in the day for all of the people that they work with. Well, so, I feel like when you get to that level, there's such a high bar. Like, I remember one of, someone I knew had reached out to, like, a Mary Phillips, or, like, one of them one of the Kardashian makeup people to do them for their wedding, um, just like to see what the price would be. And not only was like the fee absolutely insane, I think like $20,000 for the day, what you have to pay in like agency fees, because they all have agents now, and then the travel for them and an assistant and five-star hotel for like, it's insane. Like celebrity makeup artists have they themselves become celebrities and the cost of doing business with them is like, I don't think you get someone to do your makeup for without an all-in cost of like $50,000. Yeah, That eliminates the amount of people who you can realistically do. I don't think Mario is doing like people's wedding makeup, but like he does so many celebrities. Yeah. What does he do? He does Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Kim. I don't know. I also think about like Chris Appleton. Like he's always doing like Kim and J-Lo. Like don't they each of them just. I don't know how you do both of them. I don't know how you could do both of them. But like my dream is, I mean, I guess like he was here and like he did touch our hair, but like I should have taken advantage of that because ever since like meeting him and then like really starting to follow his work, like he is literally one of the most talented people. I would die for him to do my hair. Okay. If you could have a celebrity makeup artist and hairstylist, like do your fotch for like the biggest event. Who would you have? I would definitely do Chris Appleton for my hair. And I would either do Makeup by Ariel or Makeup by Mario to do my face. Like Kardashian glam galore. What about you? I would do Makeup by Ariel for my face. And I would do Justine Marchand for my hair. Oh, that's a good one. Or Patrick Ta for my face. He's like really, really talented. And he did Addison Rae's and she looked amazing. he's always doing that eyebrow thing. He does Madeline's eyebrows and they look so good. And that's what I need in my life. It's just so funny how like this 
industry like created like celebrities from it. Mm-hmm. It's that fascinating. But I do think so much of that is on the Kardashians for 100%. making like glam, like the process of glam, you know, an activity in itself. Yep. Like, yeah, like the glam rooms in their house. Yeah, and the support and the filming of glam, and it, it's just like. It's not just something you do in the dark and then you show up in your glam. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a whole process. Yeah. And, and it's not like, I feel like for a while, celebrities used to show up at red carpets, like would spend eight hours to get ready and just like show up looking effortless and wanting people to think like they just like really truly woke up like this. Whereas the Kardashians were the first people to open up and be like, no, it actually takes me a full day to look normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that plus the advent of Instagram where it's like all the tagging and the looks and Instagram makeup, like it's just this whole ecosystem now. And it's one that I I truly enjoy. And it's one that a lot of people are cashing in on. Like so many celebrity makeup artists. I haven't tried anything from Rare Beauty, but I actually have been watching so many tutorials. Not tutorials. She's been really hitting the circuit. Yeah. And I've been watching so many reviews and I didn't want to watch only people who she collabed with because of course they're going to say only nice things like I wanted to get some real reviews from people like with tons of different skin tones and different like needs for products and honestly for the most part people really like it it looks really nice the commercials are great and yes I've been seeing commercials on my tv which is like crazy next time I casually go into Sephora like maybe I'll pick up a lipstick yeah I feel like though like at the end of the day like in terms of celebrity makeup like Fenty is always going to reign supreme Mm -hmm. and like they were the first to do it with like the most inclusive foundation line and Everything they release is just like so bomb that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That is it. Fifth and final story, a little cosmetic news. Leah McSweeney reveals she got a nose job. Oh, wow. Leah McSweeney is owning up to her plastic surgery. The Rahoney star took to her Instagram story on Sunday night to reveal she had a nose job and show off her bruises. That's so interesting. I would never, I never even noticed her nose. I actually noticed her nose only because she has the exact same nose as her mom and her sister. Oh. And when you're like watching them together, I don't even know why. I'm not someone who notices noses at all. Like someone who get a nose job and I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But I was just trying to find the resemblance between all three of them because people always were saying that her and her sister looked alike. And then when I saw it, it was in the nose. Got it, But okay. I thought that she had a nice nose, but I guess it, it bothered her. So mm-hmm. she said, people are DMing me like crazy, inquiring why I have black eyes and asking if I got a nose job, asking if I got beat up. I'm not trying to hide anything from anybody. I got a rhinoplasty and a septoplasty. I could not be happier. She I just said, love I've, people who are transparent about plastic surgery. I've been wanting one for so freaking long, and now I can also breathe, which is great. Yeah, I love people who are transparent about plastic surgery. And I'm excited to see, like the genesis of her nose on the next season. Yeah, well, so I actually was talking to you about this off-camera yesterday, but I wanted to say it on the show because we had a really long discussion last week about Leah McSweeney um, not being able to negotiate yet her salary with Bravo because she wanted, like, some kind of outrageous price jump for a first-time housewife, even though she is a fan favorite. And the more I thought about it, I changed my mind on it because if we really want Leah McSweeney, like... I loved everything about Leah McSweeney, except for the fact that, like, she doesn't really live, like, the typical life of what you consider to be a real housewife, which is, like, big fancy apartment. And so, you know what? If she doesn't have that, like, Bravo needs to give it to her so that she can have that one thing that she's missing. Yeah. Okay, whatever it takes for you to come around. Yeah. But But also, I've heard that she has, like, not started filming yet because they still haven't negotiated. Oh, no. Well, sorry. There was an article on Page Six this morning, and I saw on Instagram that she responded to a comment saying, like, she's coming back. There's no... And I don't think... I ever questioned whether or not she would come back. She was never going to like walk, walk away, away after one season, but she is going to get as much as she can. Good for her. Yeah. She said, she replied to an Instagram comment saying, I'm coming back. My work here isn't done yet. No, it's definitely not. No, it's definitely not. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that development. I think that, that they're going to start filming like any Soon. day now. We always say that about New York. Like even last year we'd be like, it's like, they're going to start filming 
to next week. Well, they film at the end of summer. I know, but it's, I just feel like it's always the end of summer. Yeah, I just feel like, you know. And also, like, with everything getting pushed back, they really should start filming, like, at the holidays if we're honoring the pushback. You know oh, I, I guess. Mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's I don't true. think that's tr- I think they're going to start filming soon. Um, And then following up on a story, I know we said we wouldn't talk that much about Housewives, but just one other thing. We were mm. talking about that Teddy Mellencamp story. We reported Daily Mail says that, like, she's going to be fired this week. And when we wrapped yesterday, Page Six was also reporting that. But now a whole day has gone by and there's been no news. Interesting. I just took it as fact after Page Six reported it that she... No, I know, gone. but, like, it's not fact. Because, hmm. like, the, the housewife always announces when she leaves, you know? Interesting. I guess maybe she'll wait till... Oh, no, reunion ended. I don't know. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, anything else we want to discuss? There was no TV on last night. and No, um, I watched Love Island. Now I'm, like, officially caught up so I can watch the episodes live. Okay. Um, and it definitely feels like the last day of camp now that, like, I don't know, ever since Mackenzie left, I just feel like I'm waiting for the show to end. Mm-hmm. And How I long t- does it go on? I don't know. I just oh. feel like it's going on forever. And I feel like the couples that are together like are going to stay together and then everyone else just sort of like you know is always head turned like their heads are being turned and there's just no like at a certain point the show kind of gets over and I feel like that's where we're at um but so I was was telling you about Connor and Mackenzie Mm -hmm. and he got eliminated last night and then he FaceTimed her and like he's going to go to Arizona and see her. Do they have their phones in the? So yeah they have phones in the villa because they get text messages from producers that like tell them what they're going to be doing next but and they are able to take pictures that they like can use on social media and stuff but I don't think they have like text messaging and and like can make phone calls from it. It's just like a prop for right for communication with like within the island. Yes. Interesting. And they're always walking around with the phones which just confuses me like couldn't like they're they're carrying them at the most inopportune times. Like, can't if producers want to reach them, can't they see like who has the phone on them and then right. just text that person instead of everyone having to carry their yeah, phone? Yeah, these at all types times. of shows like interest me in terms of the logistics. Like, how do you logistically keep all these people like on an island? Well, not this time, but is it usually filmed on, a, on an actual island? Yes, like in Fiji. Like in Fiji. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. And also, the logistics of the show are really interesting. And then after season one, you weren't here to stay, but we had Alex from yes. season one, who was the runner-up of last season. And I literally, sp- like, 20 questions just about the logistics of the show. So if you want to know how the show works, I would go back and watch that episode because she answers, like, all of these questions about, like, the texting. Do they always have to scream, I got a text? Why do they scream it? Like, right. just all of these really interesting things that... I found to be interesting. Okay, fabulous. Um, I didn't watch anything yesterday. Like, I had the busiest day of my life. Just, like, work, work, work. Being a blogger. So many emails. So little time. Um, So I didn't get a chance to watch anything. Dancing with the Stars was not on last night. It's on tonight. But I'm not sure if I want to commit to the season. It is such a big commitment. Like, it's really like committing to The Bachelor. Like, it's two hours a week. Sometimes they do twice a week. And to be honest, I'm just, like, in this nice period where, like, Real Housewives of New York is over. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is over. Like, I'm enjoying my evenings. And... Now that, like, indoor dining is about to return to New York and outdoor dining is, like, in full effect, I think I need to start, like, freeing up my life and saying yes to life and no to TV. I know. I think, like, we need to start hitting the town. No, I know. Yeah. And I think, like, it really hinders my nights out when I know I have to come home and watch two hours of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm just So you need to take the nights off that you can get. Like, because Wednesday and Thursday or whatever night is always going to be Roni now. And now with Kardashians, so Thursday nights. Sunday night, Potomac. Yeah, so like if you can get a Monday off before The Bachelor comes back, I would do it. A I Tuesday think off, I would do it. I think my journey to inner peace doesn't include me watching Dancing with the Stars, but it does include me like watching the performances on YouTube later, you know? Yeah. I can commit to that. I like, I like that for you. Yeah, it's just, if I've learned anything from this, you know, trying and unprecedented time, it's to take time for yourself and it's okay to be selfish. 
it is okay to be selfish. I, you know, Ben doesn't really agree, but I do. No, I think that that it is. It's and, definitely and you know who agrees? T H E O. Well, he's been really focusing on kind of his self care routine and just his version of winding down. Yeah, and he's always wound down. Like, look at him. He's literally lives in a constant state of wound downness, and that is so wonderful. I'm so jealous of him. Oh, I love him so much. Um, I think that's all she wrote. Though, yes, yeah, short show because there was no TV on and like no major breaking news. But we hope that you enjoyed today's show. Um, if you're looking for more content, again, all of our TNN shows have new sh- episodes coming out this week, and our Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash The Morning Toast, is ready for you to become a member. Seven dollars and ninety nine cents. Um, also, my comedy specials, you know, still, you know, just popping off, popping off. Amazon, iTunes, Apple TV, all the places. So if you're looking for something else to do, head over and watch my comedy special, Disgraced Queen. It's, people are just loving it. And that's all you can ask for. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. What do I say? Thank you guys so much for we listening deliver to the fa- This is the morning toast. We deliver the fast yeah. five. Thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast and millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know on YouTube on Monday through Friday. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We are also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places now. We're also available on Amazon Music. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. The morning toast. Oh, wait, I have something to say. And leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Also, today is a celebratory occasion because after literally three years, Two years? The Morning Toast Instagram has been verified. It has been my personal journey and passion project, and I finally reaped benefits. Thank you to whoever heard my cries at Instagram. I see you, I hear you, and I appreciate you, and I love you. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Morning Toast, and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.